the volume. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the first ever edition of the Bryce Young Podcast. Uh, I'm not the star of the show. I'm Jake Crane from the J-Boy Show, but I do want to welcome the star of the show, Mr. Bryce Young himself. Bryce, what's up, man? How you doing? How's everything going? Man, it's going great. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be 2-0 like you every day, uh, you know, out there out there putting in the grind. But, man, you know, I want to start out, and, and I've been wanting to ask you this. You know, NIL stuff, you know, we know is is brand new, and it's on the scene. Out of all the stuff that somebody that has the abilities that you possess could do, what made you want to do a podcast? Was it, like, something that you wanted to do after? Or kind of, if you don't mind, let's start out there. Tell the people something about yourself. Yeah, um, the, the idea of a podcast uh, came across for me, and it was something that was really intriguing. Um, you know, I think it, it's really a good opportunity of me to potentially hopefully show another side of myself, be able to express myself, and, um, and you know, that was an opportunity that I, I didn't take lightly at all. So I'm, I'm super excited to be here, super excited to be starting it. For sure, man, and uh, it's going to be a fun journey, just like you're going on right now. And, you know, if you look at it, Bryce, you know, talking about the season, the football side, you guys are 2-0. You've all, you're off to a really good start, you know, being the starter full time for the first time. What has this first two weeks kind of been like for you, the people that don't get to be there? And the, what is it? What has been the experience for you so far? Because it looks like it's going pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's, it, it's been a lot of fun. Um, Really, I think the biggest and, and most fun thing for me is just being able to being able to grow and um, grow with my team. Um, mm -hmm. We have such a great guy, group of guys this year. Um, there's a great group in the locker room. Obviously, there's a great group on the field and um, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel really lucky to have the teammates that I do. And for us to be able to grow together, um, us be able to work, um, you know, kind of start to see some of the, some of the work that we put into our off season coming to fruition, um, and then try to put it together week by week and really going in and attacking each week with my guys is, is a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, the cultures there, there at Alabama is unbelievable. And, you know, a lot of people don't even realize how much work goes into preparing, you know, to play 14 games, 15 games, stuff like that. A lot of stuff goes off to the side. And, you know, Bryce, you had so many opportunities at a high school and, you know, so many scholarship offers. And, and when you chose Alabama, what were kind of the reasons, uh, again, being from where you're from and uh, looking at what Alabama's done, what are some of the reasons that you chose to go there? 
Yeah, um, it definitely wasn't somewhere that was um that was like super kind of stuck in my head when I was younger. Um, it mm-hmm. definitely wasn't something I expected, especially if you would ask a younger me. Um, you know, being a California kid, I'm going to the south and moving and and, and being somewhere different wasn't um you know was at first kind of a little scary especially when I first started looking into it as a recruit but um really I got to go on campus I got to visit um back when I was recruit and um I fell in love with it I fell in love with with the environment with the facilities with the coaching staff and and with the culture like you said um you know it was something that was really different for me but being able to experience that um and be able to see what what it could bring both um you know both football wise off the field everything that that the university brings um, it was something that I, I couldn't turn down. So I'm super excited that I made the decision that I did, and I'm, I'm super happy I am where I'm at. Yeah, and you're playing in the SEC, you know, prime time in a lot of games, and uh, it's great exposure, obviously. And, you know, Bryce, something that I find fascinating about the quarterback position is that, you know, while, while every position is important, it's a little bit different. You're one of the guys that touches the ball uh, every play. And being the starter going into this year, you know, last year, you know, going through all the success you guys had and seeing Mac Jones go to the NFL and your next step, was it different knowing that you were going to be the guy, not that there wasn't a competition, you had to go out and do your thing, but knowing you had a great shot to be the guy and being the guy during the off season, were those two totally different feelings? Yeah, it was definitely a different approach. Um, you know, when the off season immediately started, um, you know, you still have to prove to, to the team that, um, you know, you're, you're worthy of, of being the guy. And um, especially, you know, when we first started, it was a lot about establishing that and, and making yeah. sure that I was working and, and doing what I had to do to, to kind of earn that right. And then, um, you know, as the season keeps going and um, as you get closer and closer, as we're getting closer and closer to the season and we're in the season now, um, you know, it, it's always, you know, it's definitely, um, it's really enjoyable to be in that role. And again, yeah. I have a really great group of guys that, um, you know, that embrace me and um, we've worked together and grown together a lot. And that's super helpful because not every locker room is like that. And luckily we have that locker room, but um you know, it was, it, it, it's definitely different. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. different from a, you know, from a, from a physical, from a mental standpoint, um, you know, you, you're always preparing, like, you know, even for me last year, you, you got to prepare like you're a starter just to make sure that you're, you're always ready. But, um, you know, knowing you are where you're at and, and, and knowing the responsibilities that you have week in and week out, um, you know, and then really having, you know, having people around you, having people that, um, you know, that rely on you and, and know the role, um, it's definitely a different experience, but, you know, obviously it's it's one that is the reason you, you know, you play football. So I'm, I'm definitely happy to have you. Yeah, and, and you guys seem to have a great chemistry on the field, even early in the season. I know you're always improving. There's always stuff to work on. And the thing to me when I think about Alabama, the word that stands out to me, Bryce, is preparation. And, and the way you guys prepare, uh, not only for the game, but the process. And, and we'll get to that, obviously, in a little bit. But Uh, There's a saying I always say, you know, if you make practice more important than the game, then the game is easy. And at Alabama, are the practices harder than the games? And and you know what I mean by that from a, you know, the strain on yourself so you can go out there and and not not feel pressure, but be able to perform the way you guys perform. That's a question that I've always found fascinating to ask Coach Saban's guys. Yeah, um, that's something that we really emphasize a lot is the importance of practice. Um, Practices are very intense, especially when we get to our good on good periods, whether it's the off season where it's all, um, you know, it's all good on good or good on good periods we have during the season. Practices are always intense and they're really demanding. And, um, you know, even when, you know, even when you're in meetings and even when it's not directly the physical stuff, it's, it's, it's mentally taxing. And, you know, that's all obviously from, from coaches design and, um, you know, coach Saban, obviously 
has, you know, has, has planned that for us. And I think that really gives us a, a big edge is, um, you know, is the importance of not just practicing, but practicing with purpose, with intent, yeah. having that intensity, um, having that attention to detail. And that's something that we strive for, you know, each and every practice. And that's something that, um, you know, Coach Saban demands of us. And, um, you know, obviously I've been here, this is my second year now, but mm-hmm. the success that the university has had in the past is, is evident. That's where it comes from. And us as a team this year, um, you know, we're working to make sure that we reach that standard. Yeah. And, you know, we always talk about the term, the process, the process, and, and, you know, even talking to Jordan battle and stuff like that, it's, it's really like a mindset and almost a way of life. And and we hear that all the time and it's starting to be used at other places now, but where you're at is kind of the, the beginning of it, the origins of it per se, Bryce, when I say the term, the process, what comes to your mind? How would you define in the best terms you can the process? Cause you're living it, man. And obviously it's working. Yeah, um, I think it's, I think, you know, like you said, the process is something that's been, um, you know, used in a lot of places. Um, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of been, it's kind of been mass produced nowadays, but um, I think it's a different process at Alabama. I think that, um, I think that we have a special process. And I think, honestly, that's a really big part of, um, of our culture. I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, when you go there and when you choose to go to Alabama, I think you understand, um, you know, there's a lot of, schools out there and there's a lot of um schools that do you know produce a lot of you know athletes going wherever they want to go very true very uh, true and a lot of other places doing great things but um a big part for me and I know for a lot of other people Alabama is um you know there's that process of of getting us better improving um you know coach Saban always talks about he's always harping on what we're doing to create value for ourselves and a lot of that comes through the process of us in the off season the workouts we're doing on the practices we're doing the, in the meeting room. And, you know, when you buy into that, um, I think, you know, for mm-hmm. me, it was really big to see at Alabama how, how proven it was. Um, there's such a, you know, the, the track record and, and really the examples you have of how well that process works. And once you buy into it, you understand, you start to see it and you start to see the growth that you have as an individual and the growth as a team that everyone starts to have. And as you buy in and as you buy in and you start investing in yourself and investing in the team, um, mm-hmm. you know, you really start to see it coming to fruition. And that's something Coach Coach Saban really, you know, preaches, just like like you said now, a lot of people do. But I think <laughs> you really get to see it firsthand. There's so much, you know, there's so much proof about it. And there's so much, such a long track record. It, You know, it, it, it's easy to buy in. You really see the benefits of it. Yeah, and it, it's amazing. And, and just to follow up on that a little bit, Bryce, you know, it's, it's almost looks like it's falling in love with the routine, because if you're doing something like you said, and it continues to improve you as a player, a person in every aspect that you want, you almost crave the routine, right? Like if you missed a practice, you feel horrible because you, you're not used to doing that. Or if something happens and you miss a weight class, is that kind of how it is? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, because, you know, as you start to get comfortable in that process, you start to take pride in it. True. You take pride in it. It's that, you know, that small stuff to it's where, a great way to put it. Oh, I, you know, you know, it starts with dang, I, I don't, I missed something or I didn't show up prepared, but then it, you know, it can get to as, as detailed as dang, I don't know if I did everything this one specific mm-hmm. rep that's going to bother me or, or, you know, I didn't watch, you know, I didn't, whatever small thing it is. And the more you buy into it, the more, you know, the more you grow in it, the more pride you take in it. And as you take mm-hmm. pride in it, um, like you said, that small stuff starts to matter um, more and more. And, you know, you get increasingly, you know, better at the stuff you do. And again, that's, that's all a part of the process that, that they show us. Bryce, that's the best way I've heard it defined. I, I ask all the time that that's the best way I've heard it defined. And, and, you're, and that's contagious. And you can tell other guys want that. Success is contagious, just like failure is contagious. But 
you know, we talked about kind of the off the field stuff and the preparation, uh, you know, the, the fans get to see what you do on the field a lot more, obviously, than they're able to see off the field. But Bryce, you know, when I watch you and, and watch you in the pocket, and I can tell your personality, you know, it's, it's your serious, your focus, but you're laid back, you don't seem thrown off by a lot are ever really panic. You seem that way in the pocket, whether it's I watch you improvise, whether I watch you moving in the pocket, working through your progressions, even taking the check down, which young guys, a ton of young guys won't take the check down. Bryce Young will take the check down. But what's your mindset when you're in the pocket? I mean, and as much as you can explain it, because I know it's hard to explain, I know the fans in the audience want to kind of know because, you know, that's that's a crazy place to be, man, and you seem comfortable there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That seems like, you know, not just for me personally, but a, a lot of people, you know, are, are, are curious about just the position as a whole. Um, yeah. You know, the concept, it feels like, you know, when you're looking at it from the outside, outside in, you're, you know, you're one person with a football and, you know, you having <laughs> that football tells all, you know, however many guys rushing are they're trying to hit you and they're trying to, and there are people trying to listen, you know, when you're not in the game and you're not around football, that concept can kind of be kind of wild, but um, you know, when you're in it, you know, that's not really stuff that goes to your head. Um, one, you know, really there's so much that you're thinking about, you know, pre-snap, post-snap. There's a lot of stuff that you have to process and process quickly because of that. You don't really get the time to think about, oh, what, you know, who's, you know, you, <laughs> what's going to happen. I don't know. So just playing, you know, you're playing. That, exactly. A lot of that comes from playing. And, and also a lot of it, as far as just, you know, kind of poison confidence and, you know, I'm, I'm still working to grow in, in that, that stuff. But a lot of that really comes from, from preparation. Um, I feel like, you know, specifically confidence and poison times two is really a byproduct of how prepared you are. You know, I feel true. like if, you know, if you show up somewhere and you don't feel prepared, you don't feel like you put in the work or you don't feel like you studied enough or, you know, whatever it may be. And this is football and really in, in a lot of things. Um, that's when you might start to feel nervous and might start to feel like what's going to happen. But when you're yeah. confident in the work you put in, that translates um, for my case, in my case of the field. Yeah. And really that, that comes from, you know, it's not really on about showing up on, on Saturday where the comments come from. It comes from the off season, it comes from the, the reps during the week. It comes from watching stuff, you know, in the, in the building, outside the building, it yeah. comes from all that stuff. And it, it's really a culmination of all that. Yeah. It's, and it's almost like, you know, showing up to a test, you're either prepared for it, you studied for it, or you didn't, and you're going to feel the way you feel. Nobody else may know how you feel, but, and it's going so fast, Bryce. I don't think TV does it justice. Uh, it's almost like Major League Baseball when they're throwing a hundred mile per mile per hour fastball. And you're watching. You're like, oh, that doesn't look that fast. Well, if you're in the box, I promise you, it's that fast. So that's a great point. Uh, another thing is communication. You know, and and that's something obviously in everything in life, communication is key. And last year, uh, you know, with with the anomaly we had as, for the season with stands not being as as full as they normally are, and then this year where everybody's back. Uh, and I know you guys prepare for it and there's, you know, at practice, you're able to have noise and stuff like that. They do that basically everywhere, but how much harder has the communication been so far this season? Not that it looks like you've struggled because obviously it, you guys haven't, but uh, has it been something that you've really noticed or, or had an effect? Do you think? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I, I don't think it's really, it's just been, um, it's just been a little different. You know, as you said last year, there weren't, there were really rarely any times where you couldn't just, you know, talk to the person next to you or talk to talk to the line or talk to the receivers, um, you know, because of the pandemic. And now, um, you know, now it's different as far as, you know, they're obviously being full, full capacity and stands being full, but, you know, it's not ain't shit to football. Last year was, you know, the year that happened. So for a lot of us, um, you know, last year was the weird year. Um, yeah. you know, having to, being able to hear someone was like, 
you know, was strange. So everyone's used, you know, everyone who, you know, who's played in these environments, you know, that's what everyone's used to. And even people that are, you know, that, that, that may have been younger at the time, uh, um, you know, there's, there's still some, some carryover. And also we, we do do a lot of, you know, to prepare for it. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have, you know, we'll, we'll practice with, you know, with loudspeakers and um, that, that helps us, but, you know, it's a lot with, um, you know, communication can be, you know, in a lot of forms, obviously there's, you know, hearing someone and being able to talk, but, you know, there's the nonverbal communication too, that you build throughout the, um, you know, that you build throughout the off season, throughout the week. Um, and as, you know, with us, where we're at now, we haven't had any, you know, first one, uh, second game, home game, first game was a neutral opponent, but, you know, it wasn't, wasn't too crazy. Um, you know, this week, we know um, going to the swamp is going to be a, a very hostile environment. So again, that's just something we have to prepare for. Um, you know, it's going to come with us practicing that communication um, and, and making sure we're prepared for it uh, on Saturday. Yeah. And you know, you're bringing up nonverbal communication. I think that's such a great point, Bryce, because people, we always say the term chemistry, right? Well, you know, the quarterbacks got to develop chemistry with the wide receivers. That's not, you know, we're not talking about the class you take in high school, or you just looking at each other and high-fiving each other after every play. There really is nonverbal communication that you guys play. A lot of it's eye movement, you know, and, and stuff like that, that people outside of that circle of trust, I guess you could say, wouldn't understand or because when the bullets are flying, you got to be able to do something. So, uh, Another thing I find fascinating is, you know, Bill O'Brien coming to the staff, uh, a guy that's been in the league, that's obviously a, an offensive guru that has, has been at every level, whether it's Penn State in college, all the way up to the Texans. I mean, how has it been working with him? Because you're able to work with Coach Sark, then he goes to Texas, then Coach O'Brien comes in. I mean, that's a guy that's very well respected in the coaching ranks, and I'm sure you guys have hit it off. Yeah, 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 Coach. Um, you know, Obi has been, it's been super cool having him come in. And for me, it's been a great opportunity just to learn yeah. for the whole offense. Um, you know, he, he's, he brings a lot to the table, brings a lot of, um, brings a lot of expertise with him spending the time he did at the professional level. You know, he, he's been able to bring a lot of the stuff that, you know, he does up there and a lot of the philosophies he has. Mm -hmm. And really the biggest thing for me was, um, you know, I didn't know him before he got hired. So for me, um, you know, I was thinking, all right, this is a, this is a guy who, um, you know, who's currently an NFL GM and head coach, um, you know, and he's coming to college. So, you know, you know, we'll see how, you know, how he treats, how he treats a young college quarterback, you know, we'll see yeah. how that goes. And, and really the, the, the biggest thing was immediately like how, you know, how easy is he is to work with, how humble he is. And cause he easily could have been in like, you know, he, he's coached some, you know, he's, he's coached some of the greatest to ever. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. To ever play the game. So he could have easily been, you know who I coached, you know what I've done. Um, you know, <laughs> just, you know, just sit down. My way or the highway. <laughs> exactly. And how, how, you know, how open he's been, how much there's been, how much collaboration there's been, how much um, open communication there's been um, mm. you know he didn't have to come in and do that and for him to for him to come in and and he he's always he's always been available to me and made himself available to me which again for someone like him isn't you know isn't easy and not yeah. something a lot of people would do so um, all the knowledge he's brought um, all the philosophies he's brought I've been able to learn a lot and really it's been super easy and super fun to, to work with him just because of how you know how easy it is to work with and again that's yeah. for someone who's accomplished so much coached so many greats um, you know, that's not something he had to do, but for him to do that really means a lot. Yeah. And that relationship means so much uh, between the quarterback and the OC and, and you know that man. And, uh, you know, Bryce, before we wrap it up here, we're going to talk football a lot. It's a long season. The grind's long. We've talked about it, but what outside of football, and I know you don't have a lot of time, my friend, I know you don't have just hours to sit around and be like, well, I'm going to go see a movie or go get an ice cream or something, but outside of football, what is it that you enjoy doing? I'm a big basketball guy, man. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, you know, if I if I if I was a little bit taller, you know, I might, I might, I might be trying at a different sport. But um, but I'm a big basketball guy, so you know, playing whenever I can. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, watching watching basketball, I really enjoy. That's something I've been doing with my family since you know since <laughs> I was since you know forever. Um, so you know, basketball is you know. I really like, you know, even if I'm playing a game, like I'll play 2K. Like, okay, um, okay. So, so basketball is something that's, you know, outside of, you know, obviously outside of football and outside of school, basketball is probably, you know, the biggest, you know, additional thing I'd say I'm into. What? Uh, all right. So you're a three point shooter. You're a slasher. You do a little bit of all of it. Kind of, what, kind of what's your game? If you can make an NBA comp, Bryce, give me an right, NBA right, comp to me. Bryce Young. Right. Oh, hear me yeah. out. I love this. I can't hear wait for out, this. I give myself. Like Davidson, okay, like freshman year Davidson Steph. Like mm-hmm. not there yet, you feel me? Not there Davidson yet. Steph. No, no, Davidson Steph. Davidson Steph was like, nice, Bryce. Davidson Steph was year, really though, nice. Like freshman year, not there yet, not fully developed. Like, I'm like, but you I'm I'm the wreck version of it. Like, I'm I'm an honest <laughs> person. I I I feel like I know myself. I've said I'm an honest like, person. Like, that that's just stuff. my play style. I'm not saying I I do it. Anywhere, like you know, I'm not saying the efficiencies. Look, there. I don't doubt you, man. That's I've watched you play style. Look, you I've know, watched you play. I wouldn't doubt you. At this point, I'm at this point. If I'm hooping, 
I'm I'm past the point of me trying to finish over big. I'm I'm jumping <laughs> into people's bodies like I'm running around. I'm shooting threes, playing minimal defense. I'm playing defense when it matters. Like at this point in my life, like so so that's just play style. Don't like not you feel me not not skill level play style. I got I got that. I got that. I got you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't recommend going over any bigs. I don't, I'm not sure. I could yeah, be fired up. Not that I don't think you could. I've seen back you in my old the- days. That's, you know, that's back in my, back in my youth days. <laughs> I respect it, man. I respect it, but no, man, it, this has been a lot of fun. You know, I know we're going to do this obviously throughout the season. It's been great talking to you. I know how busy you are and, and how busy we both are, but uh, I know you're excited for the season to go on, man. And just last one, how excited are you that the season is finally here, man, that it's actually, you're going through it in the middle of the games and games, game weeks before we wrap. Yeah, no, it's super exciting. Um, again, it's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And so you know, I know a lot of people know, you know, there's a lot of practice, a lot of work, but you know, it's, you know, from the season stuff, the off season stuff, I mean, you know, just seeing how much me and my guys put in and, and really seeing how much my teammates have put in, how much work they put in. And for us finally be able to, you know, translate it, um, mm-hmm. you know, on the stage that we all came to the school to, you know, to do it on, um, you know, it, it it's really fun. So I've, I've been, I've been super excited. Um, you know, I'm, I'm super excited. The season's here. Definitely, man. I think we all are. It's been fun watching you play and, and good luck this weekend, man. It's going to be a great one. I know everybody's going to tune in, uh, tune into that uh, and make sure everybody follows the Instagram drop uh, Bryce, drop your Instagram, drop your Twitter uh, right here. And yeah. We'll, uh, um, we'll wrap it up. Shameless plug. Oh. Shameless plug. There are no shameless <laughs> plugs. There are. Uh, no yeah. Plugs. Instagram at Bryce young Twitter at underscore Bryce underscore young. You look unsure on that. You look un- a little unsure. I'm not huge on the socials, but <laughs> if you want to support, it would be greatly appreciated. Admittedly. I can't guarantee how like consistent I'll be on there as a disclaimer, but I'm trying my best. No doubt, man. Not a lot, not enough time in the day. You got, you're a little busy right now. You're a little busy right now, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate you, Bryce. Again, make sure you guys check this out every week. Go, go subscribe to the volume YouTube channel. Uh, also Apple podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can get the volume. We're going to be dropping this Bryce. It's going to be fun, man. This was a good start. We're going to get into week two of the show as you get into week three. We appreciate everybody. Make sure you check us out next week. This is the Bryce Young Podcast. The Volume. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.